Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Cynthia Hyatt is a Christian psychotherapist specializing in trauma therapy, couples, relationships, and personal development. She is passionate about your life and is here to encourage, teach, and inspire you to be your own best version. Find her online at CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Now, with today's fresh insights, Cynthia Hyatt. I hear the whispers in my thoughts. They echo in my mind. Well, welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, your host. And if you're just tuning in for the first time, I am your host from now on, and I am so excited to be here with you all and feel so honored that the station asked me to take over this three o'clock spot and to be with all of you. And I'm very excited to get to know all of you and make sure that you um, write down this email or memorize this email, or you can always contact the station and get my email because I love to know what people want to hear and what topics are relevant to them. And if you have questions or comments, and so it's CynthiaHyatt at gmail.com, and that is spelled C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T, just like it sounds, Cynthia Hyatt. And so it's very easy to spell in that way. So you can also check out the website at CynthiaHyatt.com. We have lots of podcasts, uh, music podcasts. We have lots of uh, we have blogs that that correspond with the shows that I have done. And and if you are familiar with the show I do on Sundays, that one is from twelve to one on Sundays. It's an hour long show, very similar to this one, uh, and it will continue to go uh, throughout the rest of this year. So you can also listen to any of those podcasts as well. So I hope you do check out the podcast because Monday and Tuesday of this week, we had the special guest with us, Leslie Martin. And it was so inspiring to talk with her and listen to just all the, the things she has done over the last 14 years here on the station. And the new thing she's doing, she's getting a master's degree and she's going to be having podcasts and she's now on YouTube. So she has not disappeared. You can always find her at uh, calvaryphx.com and you can also find her under Leslie Martin and she has many podcasts and YouTube videos that are coming out. So thank you again for joining me today. And if you heard yesterday's show, we really were talking about this concept of what this show is about. And I am a clinical psychotherapist and have been doing uh, private practice for the last 28 years. And my true, my calling, my heart, uh, what God has really empowered me to do is really help people be the best version of themselves. That you will be the best version of you, not a counterfeit version not a version that the world wants or that your spouse wants or your boyfriend or girlfriend or your children want or the people at your work want, but really be the original design that God has called you to be. And when we do that, it's amazing how our life starts to really get itself in line and doors begin to open and there's a flow in our life when we are really being who we are called to be. It does not mean, of course, that there will not be hardship because we do live in a fallen world and there is pain and pain is inevitable. And so this last um, concept that we talked about yesterday was this idea, this, this core truth that you are alive for a reason. You are alive for a reason. This is not happenstance that you appeared. 
And God created you with a purpose. And he's weaving it and has woven it into your very creation and the creation of the universe itself. You belong to this whole entire big plan. You're a part of it. And the difficulty is that some people, you know, you know the version God has called them to be is, is kind of an obvious one. Everybody sees it. Everybody gets it. And, and so it, it sometimes feels like it has more relevance than the person that's called to something that isn't as obvious. And there are many people that we aren't going to see the amazing calling that God had on their life until we are in heaven. And so what we want to think about is if we let the enemy really deceive us and lie to us about whether or not our calling is relevant as to how obvious it is to the world or how much impact we think it has or the world tells us it has, then we're going to miss one of the greatest things that God did, and that was to give you a unique presence on the planet. A presence that only you can do. And if you don't do it, it won't get done. And so I want to encourage you, if you didn't hear the show yesterday, to go to the website and, and you can listen to it there because it's really important as we build on this understanding of being your own best version. So the second core truth is I can affect change in myself and the world around me. And many of us really feel helpless in that area. We feel like we don't matter. We feel like nobody even notices that we're even here. Or any change that we attempt to affect doesn't seem to work or doesn't seem to, to stick or, or get, and we can't get a foothold with it. And so I want you to think about this. I can affect change in myself and the world around me. And we see that simply because this is what, what a lot of the Bible is about. This is what God has called us to do, that we are to be change agents in the world. The issue is I need to learn how to be the one God has asked me to be, not the one that he's asked you to be, or not the one that the world likes or that the church is, for whatever point in time, deciding that that's the way we're going to change the world. It's you really taking time to know you, to know your creator, and to find out what you do as a change agent. And so what does that really mean? Well, let's take a couple of minutes. Let's see. If I don't understand this concept that I can affect change in the world around me, I will then just survive my life. Because people, places, and things will have a great effect on me. And I will just be surviving how the world affects me. And so I'm going to go through life hoping it treats me kindly, hoping I will be successful, hoping that my relationships work, and I'll depend on luck. My life will be happenstance, and I will feel like I'm only alive to survive it. This is not what God has planned for us. I got to tell you, that's, it's a horrible way to live. I've been there before. I don't like it. I fall into survival at different points because, you know, we never can do life perfectly. And when I find myself in survival, I think, oh, gosh, I've got myself upside down again. How do I get myself upside down? How do I get myself right side up? So that the world is affecting me and I am also affecting change. And I'm managing the way the world affects me. And I'm having the effect on the world that God has called me to be. That's when I'm right side up. So there's an adapted version of this saying, and this was St. Thomas Kempis. He wrote it 600 years ago. And it's this famous quote that says, everywhere you go, there you are. 
when I when I heard that quote, it was years and years ago. It had such a, a huge impact on me because all of a sudden I thought, wow, everywhere I go, there I am. Hmm. So I take me everywhere I go. There's no escaping me. I can't like unzip my body and get out, right? Everywhere I go, there I am. Not only that, I'm going to be me forever. There is no, it won't end. I better really get used to being with me and being okay with me and liking me and loving me and having a relationship with me that honors God because God wants relationship with me. I must be, I must be incredibly value if, valuable if God wants to have a relationship with me. And the enemy wants to minimize that because it's not as tangible as having relationships concretely here on earth. So when I understand the power of effect, this everywhere I go, there I am, if I understand this effect, I begin to realize that I choose, consciously or unconsciously, whether I will live my life proactively affecting my world or live a life reacting to the effect coming at me. So I'm going to say that again. If I understand this concept of everywhere I go, there you are, or everywhere I go, there I am. If I understand the power of effect, then I'm going to either live a life of surviving or thriving. Because I'm either living a life proactively by affecting my world, or I'm living a life only through reacting to how the world is affecting me. So you've always heard this axiom, if you don't like what you're getting, stop doing what you're doing. I love that axiom. I wish it were that simple, right? It's just really not that simple. Well, but if we, be, if we really believe this axiom, then truthfully, it's an internal job. If everywhere I go, there I am, and I don't like anywhere I am, but I'm the one that's there, and I'm the one that took me there, and if I don't like what I'm getting, then I need to stop doing what I'm doing. I guess it's an internal job. I guess it's about internally changing. It's about me. The change must emanate from within. This is really the only place I truly have control. And, and I got to tell you, and you may relate very well to this with me, I know that's where I have control. I know that's ultimately where I have control is inside of me, but I don't always feel like I have a lot of control over me. And it is a constant discipline. And it is truly allowing yourself to commit to that way of thinking. Because if I start to think everybody's doing it to me, or the world doesn't get me, or the world never gives me a chance, if I buy into that line of reasoning, and I believe those lies, then I will walk out that lie as a truth. That's why it's so powerful. So the change has to come from within. That means the way I think, how I think, and what I think on. And we know the famous proverb, for as a man thinketh within, so he is. We know that God is calling us to be transformed by the, by the renewing of our mind, that we are to take captive every thought that it does not exalt itself above Christ Jesus. The truth of God, that it does not exalt itself over the truth of God. That my, what I'm believing, what I'm thinking, does not exalt itself as truer than what God is telling me. Because there's a ripple effect. 
when I, when I'm when I'm taking captive every thought, when I'm in charge of my thinking, when I am working with my own brain and I'm challenging my own thoughts, and I'm not just believing everything I think, there's a ripple effect. See, by nature, we want to go outside of ourselves, attempting to change the external world and hoping that it works its way in so I feel better about myself. And we think and hope that this will cause the change I'm desiring internally, not realizing that the surest way to change the external world is to start with my internal world. And if my internal world is in order, I then manage the disorder and the chaos of the external world much better and much more kindly, and I'm a much more gracious person. See, I repeat to my clients this quote that God gave me, and it says, if the internal doesn't work, the external won't work. If my internal world doesn't work, then my external world certainly won't work. It's truly an internal job. So maybe I need to change some of what I'm doing. Maybe I don't understand how I'm affecting my external world. So if I live my life trying to control people, places, and things, I will fail. If I want to effect change in people, places, and things, the change must come from within me. This manifests the subsequent behaviors and attitudes that actually change the world. You see, the greatest way to change my external world is to change my internal world. I can't create outside of myself what is not within me. That's the way the universe works. That's the way Jesus lived. That's the way the universe is hardwired. So I take this change wherever I go because it's within me. It will not be somewhere outside of me in some other person or something waiting to be found. I take it with me everywhere I go. If I'm not managing my internal world, I take the chaos of my internal world everywhere I go. So too often, you know, as leaders or parents, friends, we, we focus on the external circumstances. And every time we focus on the externals as a way to feel better internally, we lose the power to truly influence and affect change. We become victim to the external things. We are waiting for the external world to change so we feel better. We are now dependent on the external world. And the external world is not a safe thing to be dependent on. You see, ultimately, I can only control one thing. And that's how I respond to people and things around me. It's very tempting to endeavor to change the external things. But I'm telling you, you will be exhausted if you're not already. We may think it's more efficient or a faster road to productivity and success and pain relief, but we really only accomplish weariness. We spend all the time, we have limited time and limited energy. We spend all that time on things we cannot control and we only get temporary change and we usually end up exhausted and frustrated and demoralized. Logically, we know that to eff efficiently achieve a set desired of results. The key is to wisely use all our resources available. So when it comes to influencing change, we immediately go to the external world, not realizing that truly effective, long-lasting changes are those which are internal. And we have an internal resource that is inexhaustible, and that is the Holy Spirit. That is God. That's Jesus. 
that lives in us, that is an inexhaustible, non-judgmental, patient, kind, loving resource available to us always. Why would we go to the external world when we have that resource within us? Well, I mean, logically, that sounds good. But because of our fallen nature, I want you to understand our fallen nature causes us to do the opposite of what would be the healthiest. This is that internal struggle we have. This is the struggle Paul talked about when he says, the thing I don't want to do, I do. The thing I do want to do, I don't do. Who is going to rescue me from this wretched body of death? Every day he struggled with it. Every day he fought it. It's a good fight to fight. It's a far more effective, far more productive fight to fight than trying to fight the external world and change the external world. When I change me, the external world is automatically affected. It changes because I've changed. So our words and our actions are important. In fact, your words alone can affect the decisions and behaviors of others. Your actions, too, they they affect perceptions and notions and presuppositions of those around you. And, and yes, you have a responsibility to the world around you. Whether you're a CEO of a company, a parent, a pastor, a friend, an employee, to realize the impact you have. Don't let the enemy tell you you have no impact. When we believe that lie, we become lazy, we become weary, we become depressed, we become demoralized, we think we're worthless, we think nothing matters, That nothing we do matters. And that's going to lead us down a path of least resistance, which is also a path that is wrought with bad decisions and foolishness. You were born for a reason. Do it well. Now that you understand that you can and will affect change in the world around you, that's the second basic core truth. And it becomes a new core truth. It says, because I do affect the world around me, I can choose to create positive changes within myself, which exponentially increases the propensity for positive changes to occur in the world around me. I'm going to say that to you one more time. This is the new core truth of understanding that I affect change and I am also affected by change. This new core truth says, because I do affect the world around me, I can choose to create positive changes within myself, which exponentially increase the propensity for positive changes to occur in the world around me. You are alive for a reason. It is not happenstance. There is a reason why you are here. And you have a resource within you that is inexhaustible, patient, loving, kind, creative, strategic. This is the Holy Spirit. This is God of the universe. This is Jesus. So I want you to really take this in. Everywhere you go, there you are. Take with you what you need wherever you go. 
and understand that everywhere you go, you affect change and you can make it positive. Sometimes people don't let us, but I can still do it positively. I can still do healthy effects. I can still bring my best version wherever I go, even if it's not received, because I know I've done my part. I know I've done what God asked me to do. And whether or not the effect is one I was hoping for really doesn't always make a big difference. It's the fact that I went and did what God asked me to do. He's now in charge of that. I'm now not the problem. The problem is whether or not the people are going to receive it. So I know I did my part. So we're going to do the third basic core truth. And this one is, if you don't, if the other two don't make as much sense to you, but this one is imperative that you learn. This will revolutionize your life. This third basic core truth about being able to be who God has called you to be and walk out the calling God has on your life or discover the calling that God has on your life. And I don't care if you're 80 years old and you haven't discovered it. You can discover it in your 81st year. It's never too late. So this third basic core truth is pain is inevitable and the effective management of it is imperative if you are to be who you were originally created to be. I'm going to say it one more time. Pain is inevitable, and the effective management of it is imperative if you are to be who you were originally created to be. Think about people that are in pain. Think about moms that are delivering babies, right? That pain changes them, doesn't it? And if they don't effectively manage that pain, they may not get through that childbirth appropriately or effectively, they may not live through it. So pain can change us for the better or it can change us for the worse. And I say to clients and to myself all the time, I say, you know, if there's anything good in a person, pain will find it out. If there's anything good in someone, hardship, heartache, loss, difficulties, pain will find it out. So you want to be one of those people that when you are experiencing pain, that you are managing it in a way that it brings out a better version in you, not causes you to be someone you don't like or someone that you, you are ashamed of. Now, that doesn't mean we do it perfectly every time. Trust me, I've been in pain before and it has not been pretty. And so I've had to learn from it. I really work hard at making sure that any pain that comes into my life or pain that is created as a result of my life has some type of a positive effect, that I'm better for it, not worse because of it. So we are coming to the end of our show today. Thank you so much for listening. And make sure that you email me. I love to hear your comments. I love to hear the needs that you have, the questions that you have as well. I will do the best I can to answer them. And if you are, are wanting um, a keynote speaker for your events, I love to do that. I can tailor make an, a, any type of topic that would be most motivating and inspiring and educational for your group. Make sure you check out the website at CynthiaHyatt.com. And I really am looking forward to tomorrow. We're going to finish up this week with Be Your Own Best Version. And we are going to really talk about this third core truth uh, extensively tomorrow. So I don't want you to miss it. 
can always go to the website and hear any of the podcasts. And that is, again, CynthiaHyatt.com. Have a great rest of your day. God bless you. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. To hear today's program again or to share it with someone else, please go online, CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Conversations with Cynthia is heard daily at 3 p.m. and 12 noon every Sunday on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Follow Cynthia on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Cynthia Hyatt. Until next time, remember... Be your own best version. Yeah,